Welcome to the Build Your Coaching Business Podcast. We'll talk about how to start, grow, and enjoy your coaching business. Plus, we'll dig into the failures and lessons we've learned along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Hello, hello. Welcome back. This week, we're going to talk about, we're going to answer another client question because why not? And because it's so fun, right? This podcast can be a combination of the questions you actually have in business and shifting the thoughts and beliefs you have about what it takes to be successful. So sometimes that's giving you possibility. Like I was just, I was just texting my friend and she finished a launch and she said that she made $45,000. And in one hand, right, as a coach, maybe the goal was bigger. Even as a seasoned coach who's made multiple six figures, sometimes that number can be like, oh, that's not very high, right? Like we can have all these thoughts about it. But what I texted her is like, that is so cool that a small group of people sent her $45,000 in the span of a week And that she created those people all gathering and wanting to give her that money. And that's possibility, right? Like that's when we hear that, it's like, oh, so good, right? Like that's exactly what we're doing. So today's question actually has nothing to do with that, although it all ties together, right? The question is, do you suggest starting with one-on-one coaching, group coaching, or a combination of both. And my recommendation here is that you start with one-on-one coaching. Now, here's why. And I love the why part of this because I hate being told what to do. (laughs) Ironically enough, though, I love telling other people what to do. So, you know, there's that inner, uh, I don't know, whatever that's called, (laughs) uh, disbalance where I'm like, don't tell me what to do, but like, let me, I'm happy to give you advice if you want it. Oh my gosh. Hilarious side story. My six-year-old has gotten into this phase with breakfast where her dad will ask her, what do you want for breakfast? And then he'll give her a list of ideas based on things she's previously eaten. And she stops him and she says, stop. If you tell me foods, I'm not going to want them. (laughs) And I thought, oh my gosh, our like, I don't know, craziness starts even that early where it's like, Don't even suggest it. Otherwise, I won't want it anymore. (laughs) Okay, back to the topic here. Back to the topic. Should I start with one-on-one coaching or group? And my recommendation is group. I mean, not group, one-on-one. But here's why, right? The why is what matters. Because just being told what to do never works. Our brain has to know why we want to do it for our business, And so when someone asks this question, that's what we have to be careful of, right? Like we can never give someone advice without here's why and what maybe you want to have in place first or what you want to get from one-on-one coaching to take over to group. And so my recommendation is to start with one-on-one coaching, but here's why from experience. And it's that when you sign one-on-one clients, it's faster and easier. Now, I suspect, in fact, no, I know you, 
you want to do everything all at once, right? You're already on like all the places you can be where you could find people. And like that also means you want to have as many offers and as many ways that you can help people. And that I know comes from your like your your familiarity with being busy and productive and helpful even, right? Like the more things I offer, the more ways I can help someone. Because not everybody's going to want to pay a single price point. But this is where I want to kind of pull you back, right? I know you're used to being in that space of being productive and having lots of things going at once. But in building a successful and profitable coaching business, the simplest way to do it is with simplicity. And so when we think about signing one client is faster and easier. Here's why. When you, to sign one client, it's about connecting with one person. Now you might have to connect with lots of one persons to actually sign the one client, but it's just one person at a time. And it's having a conversation with that person. It's identifying what they specifically want, right? In their words. And then it's realizing, right? Like when someone tells us what they want, There has to be on our end that like that clicking, that realization of like, yes, I can help with that. The tools that I have, the ways that coaching works, it's exactly what that problem needs. That person wants this. Ooh, yeah. Right. Anytime someone tells me they want something like a very specific result, emotions, emotions are always my favorite though, right? If someone tells me they want to feel calm or confident or right like they just want to feel better running their business instead of with so much pressure I'm like oh yeah no hundred percent we can do that right because emotions are in the wheelhouse of what I create right I know that emotions are directly connected to any result they have so when they tell me that I just feel so much pressure all the time I feel so stressed out I feel so you know it's like I feel good sometimes but I feel like not so great a lot too like yeah that's where we have to nail in first because that's going to dramatically change what you're doing and the results you're actually getting so on their end they're going to tell you exactly what they want and on your end you're going to have that like that clicking moment that light bulb where you're like oh yeah no the tools and experience I have I can definitely help them get that and then you're going to invite them to get started with you one person So when you invite them to get started with you, they're going to tell you everything in their brain that comes up. They might say like, oh, I don't know. I need to talk to my husband or, um, you know, I'm just right. Like every reason that they have that's very normal, their brain's going to tell you. And you just have to listen to that one person and, you know, either help them work through it or not. And then they either hire you or they don't. Right. And then you move on to the next person. That's one-on-one, right? That's the simplicity. <laughs> but but again, I know you, right? Like you want to have as many things going at once. And that is going to be part of what keeps you from the results you want. Trying to do too many things at once, which stops you from having the greatest effectiveness and being very clear, like these are the things I do that create this result. These are the ways I shape my mind to create this result result as opposed to 
that fast energy of like, I've got to do all these things really fast and like, ooh, 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 if I don't do this and I don't have that, then this won't, right? Like that like graspy, frantic search for what you want. So I definitely recommend one-on-one coaching first because it's easier to talk to one person and sign one client. But sometimes what the brain believes is that the price is why someone hires you or doesn't hire you. And so, right, they kind of talk themselves into, well, if I offered a group coaching, I could do it at a lower price and I wouldn't be spending as much time and I'd make more money, right? They have this whole like thing that like they talk themselves into, but the very basis of that is believing, one, that it's easier to gather a larger group of people, which it's not, right? If it were, you could just sign, right? Like, let's just say you want to have 10 people in a group or even five. If it were easy to sign five clients all at once, you would have signed them at one-on-one, right? And that's going to be one of the things I recommend below, right? Like things you want to, I'll I'll tell you a list of a few things you want to have in place before you offer one-on-one coaching. But it's not easier to get a bigger group of people, right? Sometimes you don't have the audience. Sometimes like, right, when I say the audience, it's like there aren't enough people watching you and engaged to make that happen. So it doesn't matter what the price point is if there's only a few people at any given time who are watching and paying attention. Even a hundred, right? Sometimes a hundred is not going to give you five or 10 people who are ready to buy. So the brain will try and convince you that if I have a lower price, it will be easier to get a larger quantity of people to purchase. But if that were true, you would also sell them one-on-one, right? In one-on-one, you could just lower the price and then all those people would buy. But what you've probably experienced, because you've probably already tested it, that's my favorite part about you guys sometimes, is like, you've, you've already done it so hard that you're like, yeah, it didn't work. I'm ready to try something different. Because that pain of it not working is what helps you try something different that doesn't seem like it makes sense, but then works differently gets you the better results you want so it's like the brain is going to try and tell you that it's easier to sell something that's lower price but no matter how much something costs a person has to go through a specific buying experience no matter what the price is and that buying experience looks something like this in order for someone to purchase something they have to want the thing they're buying They have to be aware of it. They have to physically want it, right? There are things we want that we don't purchase. So it's like they have to be aware of it. They have to want it. And then they have to like easily justify it, right? That's a whole nother layer of like, right? We do this in our personal lives all the time. One thing we're like, no, I don't need that. Or like, I'm not going to buy that. That's right. Like we, we talk ourselves out of it. But then there are other things that are actually equally priced that we justify to ourselves and we're like, obviously, I'm going to buy that. That's not a big deal. That's totally worth, right? Like, think about something in your life that you're like, oh my gosh, yes, same amount, same price, but one I talk myself out of and the other one I justify. So the buying experience, they have to know about it. They have to want it. They have to easily justify it to themselves. And then they have to be in that open and optimistic emotional state to actually purchase. So when you do a consult and someone tells you the reason that they're not buying, no matter what that reason is, what I know is they got on that call because they were they knew about you. They had like interest in buying. 
but you didn't help them justify it to themselves and or be in that emotional and optimistic state to buy, right? And so instead, where were they? They might have been in a very logical place. They might have been afraid. They might have been um, like unsure of what you were going to do together and how it was going to help them get the result. And that's right. Like that's the kind of stuff you learn doing these calls. But it doesn't matter what the price is. It doesn't matter because in order for someone to purchase, they have to go through the same experience regardless of if you're charging, I'm just making up numbers here, $2,000 for group coaching or $5,000 for one-on-one. They still have to know it's available, want to buy it, easily justify it, and then be in an open and optimistic state to purchase. So the price isn't going to matter, right? So again, why do I recommend one-on-one? Because it's easier and simpler to sell. In order to get someone into that state, you're asking them questions, you're listening to their mind, you're helping them access why they want it, what they're going to get from it, right? You're helping them to be in that buying state, assuming it's a good fit. Whereas in group, right, you have to get all of those people on a call in a specific time frame and make that same thing happen. It's not that it's impossible, it's just slightly more difficult. So here's what I recommend you have in place before you move on to group coaching. And I wish that I would have thought about this in my first phase of offering one-on-one coaching. Um, Because my first year of business, that's all I sold was one-on-one coaching. And then I, I don't know what I was thinking. I think that I thought that group coaching was some like milestone that it was like, oh, well, when you're a certain type of person, right? Like, so it was almost became this like I don't know if ego is the right word, but it's like, it wasn't me thinking through very logically and systematically (laughs) like, oh, these are the things I want to have in place. And this is like, right, I didn't have that, that experience at that point. So I just was impulsive and (laughs) did what I thought was the next step. And so here's what I recommend you do differently from my experience. One is that before you start selling group coaching, I recommend you know exactly how you sign clients and feel confident doing it. Because often I see a coach who it's like they're struggling to sell one-on-one coaching. And right, so it's like you don't sell a group program because selling one-on-one isn't working. You sell, you start a group coaching because selling one-on-one is working too well, <laughs> right? So it's like, those are, those, right? Like where we watch our, our brain and we watch our body where it's like, it's kind of scared and it wants to have another offer or it like has talked you out of why one-on-one's not for you because of time or whatever. But it's like, before you sell group, sell group because you have like too many people interested in one-on-one. And the reason you're going to have too many people interested in one-on-one, this is, sorry, one, (laughs) I just talked around it a little, is because you know exactly how you sign a client and you feel confident doing it. There is no one way to sign a client. So when I say that, it's like there isn't one way that someone needs to tell you. You couldn't run into me at an event and be like, Elizabeth, what's the way to sign a client? There are tons of ways to sign a client. So it's like you have to know how you sign clients and feel confident doing it. 
And feel confident doing it doesn't mean that you're signing two every single week or every other week. And like there's, I, I think sometimes you guys create this magical, like how it's supposed to work. But it's like, that's not how it works. So if you're assigning one or two clients or one or three clients every month, you want to like really like, okay, you want to find the confidence in that. Like, okay, here's the result I'm currently creating. Whereas what the mind will do is the brain will be like, this isn't good enough. This isn't right yet. This is awful. <laughs> I'm doing it wrong. I'm supposed, it's supposed to look like this. But how you get more of what you want is you identify exactly how you're creating clients and you build a confidence in how you do it. That's built. I'm glad I'm saying this the third time for you. Because confidence isn't just like, I'm confident or I'm not. I imagine like the light switch on or off. No, confidence is what you build with your conscious mind. Primitive brain is the one who just wants to like, you know, everything to be easy and feel comfortable and never feel painful. Conscious mind, it says, oh, I see what I do to sign clients. I'm thinking about one of my clients. And she's like, I go into this group that I'm a member of. I think it's like an alumni thing. And I talk about this stuff. And then I make offers to book a call with me. I share successes. I whatever, right? And then they book a call. But it's in a very specific space. She's already like known there. Right, whatever. But that's how she signs clients. Everybody's going to have a slightly different way, though. So before you move on to group coaching, (laughs) I know I'm still a number one thing. I'm just going to repeat it for a fourth time. Know exactly how you sign clients and build the confidence in how you do it. Okay, thing number two. Step number two. No, that's not true. Uh, Second thing you want to have in place before you move on to group coaching is you want to have built an audience of people that know you and want to hire you. Now, how do we know that you have this? Because they are hiring you. <laughs> I know it's so simple, but, 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 right, like, like powerful. So before you move on to selling one on one, like group coaching, ha- like build an audience of people that know you and want to hire you and are hiring you. Now, here's why. Because to sell more coaching, that actually does need, you need more people. Now, when we think in terms of funnels and numbers and like stats and stuff, it's yes, it is a numbers game, but also like we don't need that many people. So when we're selling one-on-one coaching, it's not that you need to think about having a huge audience, but you need to have an audience. You need to have a group of people who know you and trust you and want to hire you. And if there isn't a specific size and there isn't a specific place that they are, right? But the idea is, is that you feel connected to, the, to them and they feel connected to you. And like that is going to be what fosters selling, like selling group coaching being easier and simpler, but you're going to know it's there because you're already selling one-on-one and you're already seeing and in that space and purposely creating it or like aware that it's there. So, Because I think about people who do like in-person networking, they're also building a group of people. So online that m- might look like, oh, I have a mailing list or I do a training and like this many people usually come or I have a Facebook group or I'm in groups and like these people know me. 
But in person, right, you're not, you're not technically like gathering these people and counting them, but it's more about like, they know me. They hear what I do. They see me. I connect with them as a human. And so I've built this connection with multiple people. And like when I, you know, talk about this, then people like show their interest. So it's like it works in both in both types of building a business. It doesn't have to be online because I think when we're online, we're like, oh, I'm going to need hundreds and thousands. But when you think of it in terms of in person, you're like, actually, I don't need that many people. I just need, you know, but I do need people. So that's the second one, right? What do you want to have in place before you sell group coaching? Number one, you want to know exactly how you sign clients and feel confident doing it. Number two, you want to have built an audience of people that know you and want to hire you and are hiring you. And then this third one, none of them are my favorite, but you know, my my verbal <laughs> vomit wants to be like, this one's my favorite. Okay, it might be my favorite. I don't know. But number three, you want to make sure that when you're working with a client one-on-one, that they are getting results and that you are clear on your coaching style and methods to help them get those results. Here's why, right? Because sometimes a coach will tell me like, oh, I don't really want to coach one-on-one. I really prefer groups. But what happens in a group coaching environment is that, I mean, let's just say there's five people. Even if you coached each one of them, say that's a 60 minute call once a week, right? I'm just making up these parameters. But if it was a 60 minute call once a week and you had five to 10 people in it, now, unless you're coaching them, it's possible you might coach every single one of them, but it's also possible that you might not. And so imagine you're only getting 10 or 15 minutes of someone's brain and that's what you're coaching them on, maybe every week, but maybe not versus when you have one person and you're coaching the same person for 45 minutes every week for however many weeks, you're going to have such a different experience of their brain, of what's stopping them from getting the result they want, of how to help them get the result that they want. And on your own end, you're going to have and build the experience of watching your own brain right? You're going to get off a call and you're going to be like, crap, I did this and this. And I like, I wouldn't do that again. I don't want to do that. And so, right. So then you go about that process of changing you of creating places. Like maybe it's where you're like, oh, you know what? I was distracted before that call. And I see how that caused me to not show up at the, in the way I wanted to. And I wasn't in a curious and calm state. So I'm going to create this Like before I go into a coaching call, I go through this little simple process and it helps me get into this space so that I know I show up predictably like this, right? That's the kind of stuff you build about your own self, how you show up as a coach, how you help your clients get the result, how you help them see the problem. And it happens because you had time in their brain And then you had time watching your own brain help their brain, (laughs) right? So it's like coaching one-on-one, not only do you get more access to theirs, but you have that opportunity to coach and refine yourself as a coach. And that's the normal process. I think about, um, this was actually, so it's like, 
there was, I usually tell the story of my business where it's like, there are two years where I had $6,000 years and then there's the $120,000 year. And so in my own mind, I'm like, oh yeah, the $120,000 year was the first one. But one of those $6,000 years was noteworthy to me because I, there was a point where I signed like three clients all at once. But what happened was I didn't have the tools to manage my mind. And I didn't have a coach who could watch me with my brain and be like, whoa, no, this is totally normal. Because here's what happened. I signed these three clients. And then one by one, I started having thoughts about myself. And so one of the clients, I remember thinking, oh my gosh, I'm so scared. I can't help them. Like, um, yeah, it was just really that. Like, I'm scared. I can't help them. And my own integrity says, like, I don't want to like say I can help someone if I can't help them. I don't want to take their money. So it's like I created this own space inside myself where I was afraid I couldn't help them. And I was thinking things like, ooh, they should definitely ask for their money back. They should quit. And you want to know what they did? They did that. Even though I never said it out loud, right? Like they got that from me because of where my head was, which was afraid and unsure. We're critical of myself. But that is actually a very normal thing that happens as a coach, right? You get trained or you like know you can help someone from your own experience. And so you're like, okay, I'm going to sell coaching. And then you go through everything it takes to like be able to help someone, like get them to the point where they're like, oh my gosh, yeah, this person can help me with this. And then they get to call you, right? You go through all that process. Then you actually get to the point where you're like coaching a client who paid you And it turns out there's a whole nother layer where your brain is going to have a bunch of thoughts. And that's where you want to have a coach watching your brain and being like, oh, yeah, tell me what happened, right? You just signed your first client and you show up to the coaching and now your brain is saying this, this, and this. Or you have five clients now and your brain was thinking a series of thoughts and now it started to think a bunch of like, oh my gosh, like I can't manage this or like, I don't know what, right? Like, your brain is going to start to fall into very particular patterns. And when you identify that with one-on-one coaching, you get to work through it one at a time, little bit by little bit. After every single call, you're like watching your brain and you're like, oh, here's what my mean brain is saying to me. But here's what it's really trying to tell me, right? My brain's like, yeah, you really sucked at that. That was awful. You should definitely do this, this, and this differently. But me knowing that my brain is kind of mean, I'm like, oh, here's what mean brain was saying to me. Like, this is really what my brain wanted me to know. Like, it wants me to change something and I want to change it too. It just is kind of mean sometimes, right? You want to figure that stuff out with one-on-one clients where you can have 45 minutes to listen to their brain. You have all that space to figure out what's happening Because in group coaching, you have less space with that person's brain, which means you have to have refined the skill of knowing and like being the most efficient and the most direct to what the root issue is, asking those questions, then stopping, right? Because when you have lots of space to coach, you have lots of time. But when you have little space, You have to be efficient and effective and in full belief that coaching is powerful even in small doses, right? So it's like a whole different set of beliefs that you need and style and technique. And you learn those very in a very basic, simple way when you sell one-on-one coaching. 
So I recommend you start with one-on-one coaching before you sell group as a coach because it's simpler and it's faster and it gets you working with someone quicker. And before, there were only three things. I just talked about them in great detail. Before you offer one-on-one coaching, I recommend you have these things nailed down. One, you know exactly how to sign a client and you've built confidence doing it. Number two, you've built an audience of people that know you, want to hire you, and are. And number three, your clients are getting results with you one-on-one and you're clear on your own coaching style and methods for helping them do that, which encompasses, right, cleaning up your mind, building all those thinking skills about helping them, getting really good at finding what the issue is, but you've nailed it down in those areas, then you start exploring, okay, great, what's next? How do I help more people? And you just keep watching this inclination to do more faster. And you want to keep watching that inclination that says, well, if I had multiple things that they could buy and different price points, then I'd be able to make money faster and I'd be able to help more people. And you have to just watch that part of your brain that wants you to be fast and like get it done quick. And you want to set that to the side and remember, like, yeah, I mean, I could, that's true. But when I sign one one one-on-one client, I make this amount of money. I get to work with this person. I get to help them create this result. I get to see the impact in their life like this. But I build the skill. And every person I do that with, I build that skill. I build my confidence. I build my, my confidence in selling, my confidence in knowing what they're thinking, why they don't have the result they want, how to help them get those results, how I coach. And every one of those people, I'm building the skill. Like not only do I get paid, but I'm also building a skill for the rest of my business. And so you have to slow that down and keep reminding your brain, like this is for a very good reason, right? Yes, I could sell, I don't know, 10, depends on how big your audience is, 10 of some lower priced thing, or I can sell one thing of one-on-one coaching. I can have such simplicity in my business with what I do. And once I master this, then I can move on and I can see how else I can add to this, but not from frantic energy or fear that I'm never going to be successful, but managing myself to do it one at a time so that each element is just abundance where I'm like, okay, great. Yeah. I'm only helping these people. That means I'm not going to be helping other people, but that's just for now. (sighs) Okay. That's the answer. I hope you love the I hope you love the answer. I hope it's helped you shift how you think about selling one-on-one coaching, what you're getting from it, and I hope you fall in love with offering it because it's so powerful. It's so delicious to experience, but it's also so delicious to provide to other people. And you don't ever have to stop offering one-on-one coaching if you don't want. And also it's there to teach you so many things as you prepare for that future business that you also want to create. Okay, I'll talk to you next week. Hey, who's your business coach? If you don't have one, I'd be honored to help you grow your coaching business. If your one-on-one coaching offer needs a revamp or built for the first time, I've created a seven-part mini course to help you. You'll nail down who you help, with what, 
do market research to make sure people actually want to buy it, decide the length of your offer, your price, and even your process to deliver on your offer. Best of all, this mini course is free. Your offer is not what makes you money in your coaching business. It's your beautiful and creative mind. Your offer though, focuses your attention and builds your confidence selling something you know you can deliver on. Sign up for this free training at elizabethsalazarcoaching.com. I'll see you over there.